0: Welcome to Trail
1: Mix, where Mary and Jody sort through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Mary Tomlinson and Jody Dreyer, who met when their paths crossed as Disney executives, are now advisors, speakers, and authors, and I'm excited to say podcasters. They can't wait to share life's stories and experiences, insightful and practical takeaways, encouragement, and you can always count on full out honesty and lots of laughs along the way. Ready for some Trail Mix? Let's mix it up with Mary and Jody. Hi, Mary. Hi, Jody. I'm super excited today because we are going to. The title is Anyone Out There, but we're going to talk about an interesting. um, I also have been thinking about it Alone Together (laughs) and just the whole idea of loneliness. And I think, you know, as we've been. Muddling our way through the COVID of it all, mm-hmm. we're oftentimes together, maybe with our families or with our group that we're in a bubble, but we feel really alone. And mm-hmm. some of that leads to then obviously being, when we feel alone, we feel scared and, it, you know, it conjures up these other things that aren't necessarily. Um, good for us and taking us good places mm-hmm. so what I thought we'd chat about is just um, you know and oftentimes I think loneliness is the result of some feelings deeper feelings like mm-hmm. is, does anybody else feel the same thing I am mm-hmm. feeling at this time and and how we can pay attention to to those feelings and things that we can do to to bring ourselves out of that and to right. also see the good in it because I do think there is some healthy loneliness versus unhealthy loneliness so I thought we'd just jump in on that today
0: that that's interesting when you t- tell me what you mean when you say healthy loneliness because it when I look up loneliness um it talks about sadness and isolation and social separation um, it, it and it also talks about it being a state of mind that we're not even necessarily alone but we're feeling lonely um, so I've never really thought about loneliness being a good thing the only reason I
1: said that was some personal experiences times when I was feeling, lonely and so it's maybe not the goodness in that feeling itself but it it was a bridge that took me someplace really positive so an example just to think about when at Disney they were getting ready to build Disneyland Paris. And it was in the process. And there was a group of us that went over to get ready for the opening. And so I was there with a new group of people that I didn't know very well. And there were a lot of different cultures and languages. And so it was this massive project with a massive group of people. But I also felt lonely because I didn't feel like I had a lot in common initially with people Mm -hmm. and I was out of my comfort zone. So the negative side of loneliness, having said that, what came out of it was it did push me out of my comfort zone. I did make Forever friends that we had so much in common once I got to know people, and but I had to trudge through that loneliness and that mm-hmm. I guess I'll call it isolation. That's maybe a little too um, draconian, but but it was a, a time of really I, I was somewhat desperate to. Mm engage and to feel together. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love the word together. You think of knitting things together and bringing things together. And I like that image that I get. Mm -hmm. And so I had to walk through the alone to get to the together. So I guess when I say that, I'm thinking of it more as a transition Mm -hmm. time that, that takes us important places if we can process it appropriately and positively.
0: Yeah, I, you know, all, all, all that I read around kind of the antidotes to loneliness, I mean, um, is when I'm lonely, I am inward focused. It's almost the poor, poor, pitiful me. I don't have any friends. I can't see my friends. Um, it's all inward. And the antidote is to turn it from being an inward to being outward. It's an outward focus. So I have to put myself out there, which is what you did, um, outside of your comfort zone, reach out to people, um, work at developing a community, Um And, and so that it takes a lot of work and it's like, we, you know, feel like, I don't have the energy. I don't have the pep in my step, but I will tell you every time I do when, when, you know, when we have, Bill and I have to do something or I have to meet with uh, someone or a group of people. And there's sometimes I'm just like, oh, I just, I don't want to do it. Um, When I do it, I come away so much more refreshed. And, and so I do think the the cause of feeling lonely and the way to reverse it is to be more outward focused and to reach out even if it's strange, like what you had to do.
1: I call it the getting in line, Mm -hmm. uh, philosophy of it all, which is when you think about, um, you know, having spent so many years at Disney, everything is a Attraction and a roller coaster analogy. And so when you think about your favorite attractions or your favorite places, when you go to, let's say, Walt Disney World, you have to get in line. You have to, and sometimes you wait a while in line, and that can be a little frustrating. And maybe we'll even put the word lonely on it, but you are surrounded, of course, by a lot of people. So I'm not sure you're feeling lonely, but you're feeling frustrated. You're not there yet. And so it's anticipation. And then when you actually get the experience, if you wouldn't have gotten in line, you wouldn't have had that experience. So sometimes you're right. It is just that very intentional, okay, I'm going to, uh, my favorite pastor in, in, New York City, Tim Keller uh, from Redeemer, he talks about, we have one job and it's right foot, left foot, and just the next step and the next step. And he talks about that in our our journey. And I think about that a lot, like just Mm -hmm. don't try to get so far out in front of it. And when we are feeling lonely, I think we can start to really just bask in that. And we almost feed the loneliness instead of the opposite, which is just take one step. Don't think about down the road. Just take one step.
0: Right, right. And it takes energy to get out of that pit of loneliness. I mean, when you want to either, you know, reconnect with an old friend that you haven't thought about in a while, it takes energy to call, to write, to text, Um, If you're trying to create community with other people, whether it's neighbors or church or work um, or people with a common interest, um, it, you know, it takes so much effort to me. It takes effort and energy. I mean, because you're dealing with. Uh, new people. um, You have to be transparent. You have to be patient with them because they're still going to drive you crazy because they're people you have to seek to understand. You have to see what you have in common. It just it takes effort to create community. Um, But, you know, that that's part of the journey. And when you start, and there's going to be hits and misses. I mean, you know, when Bill and I moved to Raleigh seven years ago, you know, I I knew I needed to network for my job. We had to find a new church. Um, And Raleigh is a very relational community. It's not one and done. It's like, we need to be with you multiple times before we start to really connect. And gosh, that takes energy. And you, but you got to put yourself out there. Um, and the ironic part was, you know, Bill and I went to like one church for like six years and we were just starting to create community and people were starting to recognize as the church. And then things fell apart at that church. There was a lot of leadership issues, and once again, we found ourselves church shopping and it's like, oh no, we got to go through this again. Um, but it it is that intentionality and the discipline that says, you know, if I don't want to just sit here by myself, I'm going to have to put myself out there.
1: Right. And
0: community
1: obviously does start to really address the whole issue. But there's also sometimes, have you ever been in community or in, you know, when we started talking about this topic, when I said alone together, sometimes I have been the loneliness in the largest crowds. I mean, I gave that Mm -hmm. example um, when I was actually in a new space with a lot of people, but I felt lonely within that space. So Mm -hmm. I think you're right. It's about... Yes, it's community, which can be large number, one person, friendships. You know, you can take that as small as you want. But it's also how to be engaged and fully present. You know, loneliness is as much state of mind as it is just how many people you're with.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you can... um... You can be in a crowd of people and be lonely. That, that, that is absolute fact. Um, but I believe that we as human beings want to be known. Um, and that just takes time because, you know, when you meet someone, it's, hi, how are you? Fine. How are you? Fine. And it takes a long time even to get beyond that superficial uh, relational piece. You know, I, I've, I've seen things where people have said, okay, you know who your best friends are or your deepest relationships are by the thought of if I had an emergency at two in the morning, who would I call that I know would welcome my call, care for me, be there for me. Okay, that's a pretty short list. Thank goodness, I think Jody, you're on that list. I could call you <laughs> at two in the morning and you wouldn't be like, what be the heck are you doing? So, you know, but it, it, it's, who are those people? That, you know, those are kind of your deepest relationships. And um, it is about having those people who not only know your deepest sorrows, but know your deepest joys and that you can be yourself with them. And my goodness, that, I mean, that just takes a lot of time and effort. And so, you know, just kind of pulling back it sometimes just feels easier. And then I'm miserable because I'm lonely. And the only way to get out of that is to, to push out and, to, you know, it's, it's almost like we're in grade school all over again, and you're the new person at the school. And it's like, okay, how do I start to build relationships and communities with, with just a few people? I mean, not only does the research say that uh, the 21st century is the loneliest ever, people in the 21st century are the lowest uh, loneliness ever, but that uh, the average uh, of deep close friends that people have is three. So it's not a lot because <laughs> you are you are having to really put yourself out there and it takes a lot of effort. So I think the key is just identifying, all right, how, I, it's not like I need a lot Of people on my team. Um, But I also don't want to feel all by myself. Right. And, you know, the biggest thing, I mean, I
1: hate to state the obvious, but it's have a friend, be a friend. Mm -hmm. You know, what are things when you get the sense that somebody's feeling lonely or isolated, if their life has put them in a situation where they're isolated. And Mm -hmm. we now are living a lot of that with the reality of COVID of it Mm -hmm. all, Mm -hmm. where people can't get out. I have been so just excited to see the creative ways that people are engaging and trying to make sure that people aren't alone. And Mm -hmm. in this time where it is difficult and Mm -hmm. people are, you know, opening a window and they're catching up at a distance from each other and they're doing things. And so I think when we need to get creative, we find ways to do it, but then we fall back into our old patterns. And the problem is, is it is one of those snowball effects. So you don't necessarily, I think there are folks that struggle with loneliness as just a general, um, feeling that they really have to, Um, be intentional to to work through that. But then, you know, there's times that it comes on you quickly. Like you, you know, don't necessarily think you're struggling with it. And all of a sudden you have a day where it just comes over like a big cloud. And so what are those things that are kind of, you know, that you can do? And some of it is just to reach out to somebody else.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I would always you know recommend like when i do the personal coaching one of the things that we do is to make a list of the people throughout your life that um just bring you joy, are refreshing to be around. And you can think all the way back, you know, maybe it's somebody from high school that you haven't talked to or reconnected in a long time, or college or work. That when you think about that person, you just think, boy, I, I was just always filled up when I was around them. And maybe I need to reconnect with them, whatever that is. I mean, there's a gal that I went to uh, eighth grade with, her name is Judy. And I connect, we still stay connected, not as much as we used to. I mean, when we, so we were really good friends and then I had to move away, which was heartbroken. I, we, my mother took pictures of us at the airport, just sobbing because we were leaving our, 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 each other. And for that first summer, that was when cassette tapes, I'm aging myself here. We had cassette tapes and we would talk to each other, on cassette tapes, and then we would mail the tape to each other just as a way to stay connected because that was before phones and texting and all this jazz. So we were just finding ways to connect. And so it's thinking back over my, you know, your life and what are people that um, brought you joy that maybe it's time to try to reconnect with because who knows, they may be feeling lonely too. And then I would say the other thing is to think about what are all the Areas of interest that you have. So one of the, you know, things they talk about community is typically in community, people have something in common. So, you know, again, it may be something as simple as your neighborhood, but it also may be um, an interest. So, you know, going back to our church story, when we found another church, Bill got connected with the worship team because he loves to play bass. And so again, he had to put himself out there, but the common interest was music and so now he's creating some relationships there um because it was around a common interest so it's both people and common interests as a way to start to kind of develop your uh, how am i going to get out of loneliness plan um to reconnect with people and things that i'm really interested in
1: well and you know i'm a party girl I love a good celebration. And I love the notion of just celebrate everything and anything. And I used to have this with if I hadn't chatted with nieces or nephews for a while, and I was feeling like, oh, I wonder how they're doing. I would just pretend like it was their birthday. And you know, from Uh Alice in Wonderland, have a very merry (laughs) unbirthday. I would just send a birthday Card randomly, and I'm sure you know for for the reaction that it's like it's not my birthday, and then (laughs) or plan a party or you know, do something like that. So I do think there's you know ways to to really just engage when you know that you need to, and we have tools to do that. The other thing that I feel like we have to talk about it, and I don't want to sound like I'm 189 years old, but I guess I am. When it comes to the social media of it all, I think, you know, it It hurts my heart that a lot of loneliness, when you look at the statistics, it's people are engaged more than ever and yet disengaged more than mm-hmm. ever because mm-hmm. so much of it we're doing with, you know, Insta everything, Insta chat, Instagrams, Insta, we send a picture, we send a but people feel lonely because right. it's not a true engagement. Right. You know, you're not <laughs> in relationship with somebody right. when you right. see a picture of them once a year. That does right. not make community. Right. That does not right. make friendships. And right. yet I think we've substituted those things. Yeah. You know, I ran into someone the other day that said to me, Oh, I'm really close to them. And then I said, oh, I heard that they moved. And they said, oh, I had no idea that they moved. (laughs) And then she said, I usually just am following the pictures that I see on the Instagram. And I was like, okay, this, like moving is such a major thing in your life. Speaking of loneliness, you know, like you were saying, Mary, you move and Mm -hmm. you feel lonely. Here's somebody who's saying, like, I'm a really great friend. I'm totally in relationship. And they didn't even know that one of the biggest things in their life had taken place. And I thought, okay, what's wrong with this picture? Right. right.
0: Or, or I'll feel more lonely if I only get 20 likes versus 120 likes. So, it, it, yeah, it is, it is a false... Uh, representation of relationship, of community, of um, really getting to know someone else because we're also compelled to present our very best selves on social media. And so it's a it's false. it's It's not who we really are. And if I spend too much time looking at everyone else's picture-perfect life and compare it to myself, I am a complete loser. And so we have to be very careful. I mean, it's nice to be connected to at least see people. But I think if we're really going to get out of rolling loneliness, we've got to uh, like call them and actually talk to them in person and engage. I mean, right. it's again,
1: right. I'm a huge, you know, be present and it doesn't right. necessarily mean like we don't get to be in each other's total presence a lot, but we, um, are able to talk about things that are important. And again, not everything has to be deep and crazy. I mean, you also party and you celebrate each other's highs and lows and you know that. And with loneliness, I think now circling all the way back, it is that feeling you are not in it alone. We are not going through life alone. And part of it is when you share in other people's lives, the good and the bad and the pretty and the ugly and the, you know, it does make you feel like you're not alone and it's not going out and, looking for things that you're like, well, I'm in a better situation than that. But it's just being enough in relationship and friendships and communities that you realize, look, we're all just doing the best we can here. And we're right foot, left foot, and we're all in it together. And one of my favorite, um, I, as you know, I do different things with Young Life and um, we there's a saying that better together Mm -hmm. and it it's talking about that from a global standpoint and from a local standpoint and just you're always better together and and that when you think of loneliness it's again, not just numbers of people, not just crowds and not, but really connections and, right. and how we can knit ourselves so together that, um, we know we're not alone.
0: Yep. And when we're better together, we can all eat trail mix together. So remember. <laughs> and chew,
1: and chew it all together.
0: Chew it on, chew, chew it up. Uh, life is nuts. So don't forget the chocolate. Or the popcorn.
1: It was great to have you. Thanks for listening to Trail Mix. Sorting through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Keep mixing it up. And remember, life is nuts. So don't forget the chocolate.
0: We're now on social media. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We hope you'll follow us. Look for Trail Mix Pod with a picture of Trail Mix. And you can now find
1: all our episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Look for Trail Mix. If you like what you hear, we hope you'll subscribe.